Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. Now we say you don't do this for something to do, you know. Uh, we believe that God makes a difference, and God meets you in many ways. God meets you when you're sitting at home. I, I, have, I, have, I remember being in so much pain emotionally, from relationships that I would sit in my room and my living room and couldn't talk, but I called it prayer. Anybody identify with that? The pain level's so high that you, you, all you can do is sit there. You, can't, you can hardly talk, so you don't. But you spent time with God. Amen. You know, I think of the holidays. Thanksgiving's coming up. Christmas has come up. I say this every year. Many of us have to face, you know, holidays make you face things that you don't normally face, Right? Like you can get busy and work and come home and ignore the problems in your house or with your, out of your house, even your mother, your father, your kids, wife, whatever. But on the holidays, you, gotta, you actually got to dwell with them and you have to look at them and you have to deal with them. And it brings up a lot of issues. So I'm going to pray for you before, before we start this, this morning, because those of you who have to face those things, I would like God to help you and he will. God answers prayer. You know, unfinished business with your kids, maybe. Unfinished business with your parents. Anybody identify with that? You know, people have open issues for years. Like there's hurts and you got to wait till God arranges it so it can be repaired. I'm sure we've all tried to fix it ourselves, and it just didn't happen, you know. So, Father, I thank you this morning. That God, you're going to oil us up so it's not painful to deal with. We will have enough love in our heart to take any blows that the devil decides to throw, God, and we will answer in kindness and in love. We will not bite the bait of the devil to resurrect old arguments, to resurrect old issues. We thank you that those issues die, that that part of our life, the carnal, carnal part of our life dies, that we can be spiritually people. And God, thank you that we have victory like Jesus. When he was reviled, he reviled not again. When he suffered, he didn't threaten, but he committed himself to you who judge righteously. Thank you, God. We commit this entire holiday season into your care where it is safe. Father, we pray over everybody who's traveling. Thank you, God, that you protect your people. You protect your people. We plead the blood over all of them, God. Kids, grandmothers, parents, and the whole, everybody connected, Lord, that's connected to us. We pray for them now. In Jesus' name, amen. You always got to face those things, huh? Hey, today we're going to talk about harvesting a successful life. We all know that life is a, a series of harvest and planting. Uh, the one thing I've learned about God, and this is, I don't know how you look at things, but I'm very grateful for some things about God, right? You know, you, you sow what you know at the time, and a lot of times you don't know enough. Because, see, you, you're growing all the time spiritually, and what you did 10 years ago when you didn't know any better, still has a harvest. 
But I have learned some things about God. If you're willing to go, grow and go, he will, he will cancel some of those harvests so you don't have them. How many of you sowed things 20 years ago? You just don't want nothing to do with them now. 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Right, we all got them. So I'm letting you know that God's going to help you with all of those. You might have to face some issues, but he will help you with the results. You don't have to have the bad harvest. Jesus came to save you from all that. Now, if I always, I want to clarify that. You know, there's a disclaimer on that. If you've made responsibilities, you'll have to take care of those. That's not the same as a curse. Christ redeemed you from the curse of the law. He didn't redeem you from your responsibilities. So if you made responsibilities somewhere in your history, you'll be responsible for them until that's completed. And uh, it's kind of like the guys I talk to in prison all the time. I tell them, you know, you're saved, but you're still doing time. You know, there are consequences that came with it. And uh, if you can live with that, I, I've watched a lot of them get out early, a lot of early dismissals because they're, they have adjusted. I personally don't, I mean, this is an opinion. The prison system doesn't rehab people. I think that God rehabs people. I think you can go in their programs and I'm sure they help. And I'm sure there's drug and alcohol programs that help, but Jesus is the ultimate redeemer. And he's the one that delivers you. And when he delivers you, I, I, I think you might have a limp the rest of your life, like Jacob did, but you don't have to have the addictions because God delivers. When he delivers, he delivers you completely. Now, if you go back and pick up the snake again, <laughs> you know, you're going to create all that again, but I believe God delivers you from addictions. He severs a cord. Amen? Because the new guy don't have the chains and fetters. When you get born again, the new guy doesn't have those chains and fetters. It's the old guy. The more dead he becomes, the less you get chained. Hallelujah. The new guy has freedom. He's made in the image of God. Went back to the original pattern. The new guy, the born again man is made in the image of God. If you were ever going to nurture somebody, nurture the new man and crucify the old man. Nurture the new guy. Those of you who want to walk out of some sins and walk out of some bondage and walk out of some temper tantrums and walk out of cycles that cause you to fail, feed the new guy. He don't like that stuff. He don't want to do those things. The born-again man does not want to do evil. The born-again man wants to do good, but you've got to make sure he's the one in charge. So you have to feed him the word and prayer uh, church attendance is a part of it. I'm not telling you that to make you come to church, but you need to come to church because it's another avenue of God to, to touch you. You know, you and I know this. You can never set foot in a church and go to heaven, but you, it's not a good idea, <laughs> you know? It's kind of, I always compare it to the car business. It's like fixing cars without a manual. You might get it fixed, but it might take you an extra four weeks to fix something you could have fixed in three hours. So I, I think that by not getting around the Word and not getting around a church and God's people and His presence, you prolong your time and your events. And I'm not interested in any more lengthy battles. I would like to learn what I need to learn and keep moving. Amen? Amen. So we're going to talk about harvesting a life, if a successful life. Would you look at Genesis 8.22, please? You know me, I got to go back and lay a foundation before I speak. The foundation, I love foundation. I love standing on a rock. I, I like being planted. I don't know how you look at things. I love being solid. Uh, I'm not solid. What I stand on is solid. How's that? 
You know you can't trust yourself. You've got to trust God to keep you, right? You got that one? <laughs> I know that might sound weak to somebody who's strong in themselves, but somebody who knows themselves understands what I just said. I trust God to keep me. To him who is able to keep me from falling. Amen? Genesis 8, While the earth remains, how long is that going to be? Seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. It's a spiritual law. You'll never be able to change that law. And I always say, when you see laws that God is doing, you, you, can't, you can't change him, so you gotta change. So when you see something, when God says something that dogmatic, then your life has to conform to that truth. You'll never be able to manipulate God by being stubborn or withholding. You will have to cooperate with this law to have increase. Hallelujah. Aren't you? See, I like that. I can depend on it now. I don't have to rethink it. When I settle those things, thy word, O Lord, is forever settled in heaven. So we must change. God's sovereign. I, I think he, he's allowed to make exceptions. Um, you know, when he was dealing with Hezekiah, he, he made the sundial go backwards, you know? And, but I wouldn't bank on it. <laughs> you know, he's allowed to do it when he wants, but I wouldn't bank on it. I'd try to be at work on time and, you know, hope he don't have to turn the sundial back so I could be on time. And, and Jesus, you know, think about it. He was born of a virgin, but I wouldn't bank on that you could have kids without having a relationship with your wife. It's an exception. What I, the reason I'm saying those things is I'm telling you, you've got to live by what he said, and it's up to him to make the exceptions. Him to make the miracles. You, you don't live your life uh, believing for miracles. I believe if you obey the word, you get miracles. I, I don't believe you can believe for miracles. I think your obedience to the word creates the miracles. Can God provoke you? So he, I said this to you before. Can God provoke you so he can give you a miracle or will you get offended and leave? Are you so tenacious to win that you'll say, hey, even the dogs get the scraps from the master's table? See, God, you might think that's being a smart aleck, and God is looking for that answer because there's faith in that answer. Now, you might think, you know, that doesn't sound good, but I've learned that we, we have a religious mindset, and you're allowed to ask God questions if you're in faith. Mary said, how can these things be? And he, she still birthed the Son of God. You're allowed to ask questions. It's your heart condition when you ask the question that determines what you get. It's not the question. It's a spirit in which you ask. A, a, a right spirit. It's like your son, those of you who have kids. When they don't think evil, they can almost ask you anything and you're willing to work with it, right? They just have that look that you know they don't know any better and you just look at them with this, this kindness because you know they just don't know. But if they're manipulating you, they get a different side. They, they don't get the same. That's why the Pharisees tried to trap Jesus and he wouldn't give it to them. If they were asking in faith, he would have gave it to him, but they were asking to trap him so he wouldn't give him anything. They asked for a sign. He said, the only sign you'll see is the sign of Jonah. That means repent. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Repentance is a way out. So God is sovereign. He can do anything he wants. Uh, obviously with Hezekiah, you know, Hezekiah, God prayed, he changed his mind, and he turned the sundial back as a sign. Uh, with, with Jesus, you know, in Matthew 1, 23, says a virgin shall bring forth a, a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which, which being interpreted God with us. 
God made an exception to his rules. Uh, like I said, I wouldn't bank on those things. I would bank on the word. And I'm repeating myself because I know that you have to build your life on the word because if you don't, you have a lot of flaws that need repaired at a later date. And unfortunately in life, life is just a short window and it's so progressive that if you don't build it right in the first place with God, I'll just say it like this because I'm guilty of it. Have you ever had problems that stuck out in the middle of your life that you wish you could make go away and you thought, my God, if I'd have known that, I'd have never done it that way. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. TV. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.